Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Welcome back, Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, Tim McKernan, Jackson, Burkett with you, and it is our pleasure to welcome to the program for his Monday tradition, unlike any other, the great Jeremy Rutherford. Morning, Jar. Yes, yes. What's up? What's yes. up? Yes. Yes. Jackson's not doing well today. I don't know if you have any words of wisdom for him. Jackson, it'll be okay. Somebody has to lose to those uh, quad four teams. Mizzou's also 0-2 against other teams with the name Tigers. Oh, that's right. A little fun fact if you want to include that in your athletic uh, news and notes. Yeah. (laughs) I did not. I did not. We uh, stayed away from the Tigers. I didn't want to be too hard on uh, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson's having a tough day. Therefore, I'm going to handle the hockey conversation today. Jackson will handle it. Just real quick, the Ducks got a lot of work to do when it comes to the whole sweater logo thing. Uh Uh-oh, it's a uniform take. Red alert, uniform take. Ducks are in bad shape. I'm just too for that to matter. Game to know what the uniforms look like. <laughs> I can see pictures. You <laughs> <laughs> look at still pictures. Uh, JR, I mean, I, you know, maybe it's overstating it. I remember last year after Doug Armstrong's big speech that the uh, Thursday night game, I think it was in the first week of November, took on an incredible amount of importance against the Islanders. And I'm thinking to myself, who would have thought a Thursday night game in week one or the first week of November would matter this much to a team? But alas, that one did. They wound up losing it, by the way. Uh, in this case, you know, it all happened Thursday night in San Jose and then Saturday against the Kings, but I'm thinking to myself, a lot of the equity this team built up with the fan base, perhaps with themselves, with this system, if it goes down like four or five to one against the Ducks last night, uh, that just gets blown up, at least in my mind. So I felt like last night was a really important game. And fortunately, from the Blues standpoint, they were able to take care of business. I'm right there with you, Tim. I really thought the same thing, even going into the game. I felt like, uh, okay, you lose to San Jose. And I was kind of surprised by some of the, the fan uh, take after that game because I thought it was a just a lackluster loss, didn't show up, you know, get behind to a team like that by a lopsided margin like that. It's like, what are you guys doing here? I mean, you just played well five or six games. But, you know, a lot of the fans on my Twitter said uh, just one game, you know, would get past it. So I don't know if that's fans adopting wow. the retool mindset or or i just got the good uh, crop of fans there on twitter but um so i felt like uh, then you lose to la and nothing wrong with losing to la they're a great team you know fifth in the league standings right now uh but i think to get blitzed in the first period yeah. uh, to have it fall apart early just like it did the other day that you had to go into last night's game and, and take care of business and win that game because if you go 0-3 on this road trip now you get your first uh, three-game losing streak chance to lose to Arizona on Wednesday, a team that's had your number. Uh, I think this was a big uh, turning point to win yesterday. Uh, with regard to Perunovic and seeing him get opportunity and performance as well, um, and the Blues power play, what did you think of, of what we've seen there, and do you think that's going to be something we're going to see more of going forward? 
Yeah, I think so. You know, obviously the power play has been the headline all season long now, what, four for 52. And last night they get that double minor. You're, you're up one nothing. It's a game you got to score. you got to take a, a multi-goal lead on that team and, and kind of put them away. And, and uh, they didn't. And they only they got four shots on the four-minute double minor. And I felt like uh, then they go back on the power play, and I felt like uh, Perinovich, they put them up on that top unit. They tried that five or six games ago. It didn't necessarily work. Krug went back up top, but last night they made the switch again, and Perinovich went back up top, and he made the play, Tim. He's on the board there, uh, moves the puck over, and, and they eventually set up the goal by uh, Buchnevich and get that uh, power play goal. So I've liked him up there. I think his 5-on-5 five five defense is going to continue to improve, and I think you'll continue to see him in the lineup. I, uh, I was making this observation earlier in the show, and I'm curious what your assessment would be with the team having played, uh, is it 18 games? Is that right, Jackson? We said 18 games? I think that's right. 18 games, so, you know, approaching a quarter of the way through the season. I don't feel like the Blues have had a lot of games where you go, ah, you know, not bad, or ah, that was fine. It was. It's either they have really, really good performances or really, really bad. And certainly, you can find exceptions to that. But I, I that that's how I've, I've walked out of that building multiple times this year. The Enterprise Center feeling that way, or watching games. And I don't know. I don't know what that speaks to. I don't know if it speaks to a talent discrepancy or how the team kind of lives on the razor's edge with their system and also a lack of of depth that can allow them to hang with teams if they're not on. But you know, I feel like for about fourteen of the eighteen games, if I'm arbitrarily assigning grades, it's either been like a high B or A or a low D or F, and maybe that's just who they are. I don't know. What what is your assessment? No, the numbers are supporting what you're saying there. You look at last night, uh, they get that first goal, and by the way, you know, it could have gone the other way because the Ducks did uh, score that first one, and then it was uh, pulled back because of the offside. Who knows which direction that game goes. Who shows some heart and get back in there. But nonetheless, the Blues do get that first goal, and then Tim coming away with that win. They're now 8-0 when they score the first goal and they're oh seven and one when they give up the game's first goal. So that's kind of what it's been like. What you're saying is I think you score first, you get another one, maybe you get some confidence and they've been able to steer those games uh, correctly. And we have not seen a blues team that's been able to come back when they fall behind. And uh, I think Chris Kerber, Alex Ferrario, they've had the stat. There's been no lead changes in any blues game this year. Once they got out, they stayed in front. They won. If they're behind, they can't catch up, and that's going to have to to change. I mean, obviously, you want to hang on to your leads there, but if this team's going to have a chance at the playoffs, uh, this is a team that's going to have to come back in some games because you just can't uh, get that first goal every time. And I think that was part of Craig Bruby's message the other night after the loss in L.A. is, hey, listen, we're going to get down. We need a better response from the leadership group to lead the way, uh, and you're going to have to have some of those come from behind wins. As far as the uh, net-minding assessment, a rough one on Thursday for Joel Hofer, and uh, and then uh, over the weekend, uh, certainly a discrepancy in, in the way things went for the Blues in L.A and then uh, heading down to Anaheim last night. Uh, how would you handicap where things are with the Blues net-minding tandem? Yeah, I think pretty good shape. I think uh, Jordan Bennington, to me, has been good all year. Uh, yeah, LA got to him and the Blues on uh, Saturday night, but uh, still, big picture, he's been good. And I think Hofer, we kind of expected that there'd be a little bit inconsistency. I wouldn't pin San Jose on him. You know, there were some breakdowns there, and 
and then he gets chased from the game and Biddington has to come in. You know, just the way the schedule's set up, you have Holfer come back last night and perfect situation. You know, the, the Ducks, they had gone 8-2 and two in a 10-game stretch recently, but, you know, hadn't been scoring a lot. But I thought Holfer had to make a lot of point-blake saves, big saves, uh, kept the Blues in the game when it's still one nothing, 2 nothing, and played really well. So to me, that's a good sign. The one thing with Holfer is you look at the goals against this year and his starts, it's been like 6-1-3-0. Zero four, you know, so it's kind of been up and down. But I mean, I don't know what you expect from a guy who's going through this for the first time. But uh, looked really good last night. There it is, Jeremy Rutherford talking it over with us here every Monday on Balloon Party. And uh, Jackson just not uh, going to be able to pepper you with with questions this week uh, because of the Jackson State loss. But did have a nice observation on the uh, the Ducks sweaters. Yeah. Terrible. So are the Kings, for that matter. Oh, you're down on the Kings, really? The Kings, you know. I mean, that's that logo is so bad. Wow. Okay. Who's whose sweater do you enjoy? The entire West Coast needs a lot of work. Wow. Uh, the Kraken do it the best, but outside of that, oh, that's the tradition. The Coyotes are pitiful. What about VGK? Do you count them as West Coast? Yeah, pitiful. Wow. This guy's this guy's got scalding hot takes this morning, Jr. Yeah, no, Jackson, I'm getting on a plane here shortly to head to uh, AZ, so I'll be sure to pick up a Coyote sweater for you. Oh, yeah, those are beautiful. Leave those at that little (laughs) college arena they play in. Wow! (laughs) They're going to be playing this clip on Phoenix Sports Talk Radio today. Good. I hope they have me on. Hey, I hope you guys enjoy National Sports Writer Holiday on Thursday. Yes! He's just gluttony and fat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, the world is our press box. (laughs) They move that uh, game to uh, 2 p.m. Uh, Friday at uh, Enterprise against Nashville, so probably still be in a coma at that point. Get ready for that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, Nashville on uh, Friday afternoon, Enterprise Center. JR will be in a food coma still 24 hours later. Heading to Arizona for the fun and games and getting Jackson a coyote sweater. That'll be a nice little holiday gift for you, Jackson. Make it Clayton Keller if you're going to do it, JR. Oh, nice. I like Clayton Keller. <laughs> I can't believe you know he's on the team. <laughs> Jr., thank you so much. See you guys. There he is. Yeah, look at you. You just keep spiking on people. Well, I've said this before, but my father was Clayton Keller's principal in middle school. Oh, you didn't have to include that. So uh, there's some that's a key piece of information right there. You still floored Jamie Rivers with the McDavid dry sidle. I mean, still he texted me. He just was stunned right when that happened. Yeah, I had so much equity. I'm still riding the high of that, (laughs) even though, yeah, even though they. They're on the power play with Petrangelo and Edmonton. Well, yeah, you got got to take a look at Edmonton, man. What does that mean? I don't know. They play up there way up north. (laughs) Jackson's going to go review Jackson State film. We're going to shut it down because BK and Ferrari are up next. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota, here on 101 ESPN and on YouTube.